Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 7 Super Sleuths in the Sugar Islands by E.M. Clark, Read by Lexi Chapter 7 Hiding from Pirates The children were looking at Nika in astonishment. But, but how will we hide from the pirates? asked Zav. Where? Don't worry, I have a plan, Nika reassured him. Fortunately, the sloop was very fast and manoeuvrable under sail, so they were soon on the move. This is the life, grinned Sam. Nothing like finding treasure and a pirate chase to make you feel alive. Well, we think it's treasure, said Duke with a grin. We haven't had a chance to look inside the chest yet. The others all grinned. Things certainly were moving quickly. Nika directed them to sail round the headland, and they hauled in the sails, pulling the boat round. We can't go ahead in that channel, said Duke. We need to hide the boat here. Agreed, said Nika. Let's get her behind these rocks. Why can't we continue ahead? asked Sam. I'll explain later, Nika replied. Help me tie up the boat before the pirates spot us. Soon the boat was safely secured behind the cluster of rocks. Let's cover it in palm fronds as extra protection, Zelly suggested. This was a trick the sleuths had used several times, and it was a good one. Rafa, go and get some coconuts for us to drink, said Zav, as they set to work collecting fallen palm leaves to cover the boat with. We could be here some time. Keep away from the trees while Rafa's collecting them, said Sophie with a grin at Lara and Marmaduke. Rafa really flings those coconuts down. Zappa went to help Rafa, though his version of helping was to cape around the foot of the tree, barking encouragement while the little monkey swung himself from branch to branch. A few minutes later, the sloop was safely hidden and they were all enjoying a refreshing coconut. Mmm, delicious, said Milo as he savoured mouthfuls of coconut water. Thank you, Rafa. Do we think the boat is safe? asked Sam. Well, it's only a makeshift hiding place, said Nika, but the pirate ships can't get close to us here as the water's too shallow, so it's the best we can do. They could launch jolly boats and get here, frowned Duke, but I agree we're much better off here than out in the open. Lara had climbed a palm to see what the pirates were doing and how close they might be. Rafa watched her beadily and immediately scampered up the tree next to her with great speed and then did his usual leaping from the top of one tree to another. The pirates seemed to be waiting, Lara called down to the others. She had taken Milo's spyglass up with her and was training it on a spot in the distance. I think they might be blocking the area to stop us from going back that way. Oh, that's worryingly clever of them, frowned Zav. We can't go the other way, can we? Definitely not, said Duke. It's the ship swallower. It's far too dangerous even to attempt to go through that way. Yes, and those pesky pirates know that, added Nika. I know, said Zelly suddenly. Remember Captain Van Horn, who we met at the governor's house? The others nodded. Well, why don't we send him a torpedo asking for help? Good idea, said Nika. Maybe he could arrange a diversion to distract the pirates. I'll send him a torpedo now. Milo handed her the talker listener and she typed out the message. I suppose all we can do now is wait and see what happens, said Sophie. Shall we look for a hiding place? Good plan, said Lara. Let's try this way, suggested Duke. He led the way into a cave. Nika and Sam were bringing the heavy chest with them. It was dark, 
but with the portable illuminators they could see their way. The path was windy and wet from the sea spray, but before long it was dry underfoot. The tide must not reach this far up, said Sam. See the rocky shelf up there, said Milo, pointing. That's a great hiding place. If we push the chest to the back, up there, no one will see it. And without illuminators, the pirates can't come this far inside the caves. Yes, agreed Zav. Plus, pirates are superstitious. If needs be, we can scare them. He grinned. Zav had imitated the cry of a core, and the echoes made the noise reverberate around the cave. It's creepy even when we know it's you, exclaimed Lara. Woof, agreed Zappa, and they all laughed. It should work and frighten them off, though, said Duke. What was that noise you made? The cry of a core, said Sam grimly. What are cores? asked Lara. Horrible birds used by Prince Igor and our enemies in Frenchtown, explained Zelly. Sam, Nico and Marmaduke hauled up the chest. Oh, I wish we could look inside it, said Sophie wistfully. Much too dangerous at the moment, replied Nika firmly. Now it's safely hidden, we'd better head back and keep watch. Meanwhile, miles away, Captain Jacob Van Horn had received the torpedo. He acted immediately. Fortunately, Captain Van Horn had one of the fastest ships in the waters, and his crew were always happy to go after pirates. Their aim was to draw the pirates away so the sleuths could escape. If we don't manage to draw them away, we should at least get them to drift into the ship swallower, said Captain Van Horn with satisfaction, rubbing his hands together with glee at the thought of the adventure which awaited him. He was never too old for this kind of sport. However, the pirates had not been idle and were more organised than the children had thought. They had launched their jolly boats, which were heading towards the spot where the sleuths had hidden their boat and were hiding in the cave. The pirates' roar rent the air. Might is right, we care for none. Pay us if you want us gone. Rise up, pirates, hear the call. Plunder, plunder, plunder all. This is getting serious, frowned Nika. We'll obscure Anna and Demaria, said Zelly. Then we can send them to attack. A handy trick, this invisibility lark, grinned Lara. It might just work, added Duke. We have a legend in these parts known as Davy Jones's locker, and the pirates are afraid of it. Davy Jones? asked Milo. Who's he? It's the name they use to mean the bottom of the sea, explained Duke. Drowned sailors and ships go down to Davy Jones's locker. The sleuths shuddered. But really, pirates think Davy Jones is an evil spirit of the deep and cause disaster at sea, added Nika. It's all the more powerful because they're superstitious. So they might think Anna and Demaria are this evil spirit, explained Sam, catching on. Definitely worth a try, agreed Lara. Fairy fee, fairy fee, grant Anna and Demaria invisibility, chanted Zelly and Sophie. The parrots shimmered into nothingness. Swoop in on the pirates and drop rocks from your claws onto their boats, instructed Zelly. Whistle as you do so, Sophie added. Rafa had started collecting small rocks and shells for the parrots to use as missiles. Without further ado, Anna and Demaria scooped some up and flew swiftly to where the jolly boats were moving in the water. 
Moments later, the sound of falling rocks could be heard along with cries of fear from the pirates. Their yells grew louder and were soon accompanied by the sound of waves as the boats rocked from side to side, disturbed by the movement of the terrified occupants. They'll capsize if they're not careful, said Zelie in delight. We know they can't swim. Listen, hissed Milo. What are they saying? They all strained their ears. Back to the black vulture, came a yell. And remember the pirate's cold. If you fall behind, you get left behind. Oh, so much for looking out for one another, said Nika in disgust. Brutal, agreed Sam, his eyebrows raised. What do they mean? asked Zav. The pirates here in the Sugar Islands have a code of conduct, explained Marmaduke. There got to be so many of them, they had to make up their own rules. Sir Henry Morgan was a famous pirate of long ago and he drew it up, added Lara. If your gang of pirates retreat, you must rejoin them or they will abandon you. There's no honour among thieves, said Sam, shaking his head. Well, it helps us, said Sophie practically. She peeked her head around the rock. Look, she cried. I can see why they're leaving. It's the Flying Dutchman. We're saved. Let's get the chest out of the high cave and relaunch the sloop, said Nika. Everyone hove to with a will, and a few minutes later they were sailing up to the larger ship. Ahoy! they cried joyfully. Ahoy! came the answering cry, as many eager hands helped to haul them and their treasure aboard. Well, 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 I see you've had success, treasure seekers. What did you find? asked Captain Van Horn, looking at the chest. We've not even had time to open it and see properly, replied Lara. Those pesky pirates were on our tail almost the moment we found it, added Duke. Yeah, now's not the time either, said the captain. We'd better get straight back to Port Royal and safety. After giving orders for full speed ahead for Port Royal, the captain set his trusted first mate to guard the chest and led the sleuths below for food and drink. They munched ship's biscuits as they were all hungry, but no one enjoyed it much. It's a shame we don't have any more sausages, said Milo wistfully. We'll cook you a feast once this is all over, said Lara reassuringly. Yes, agreed Duke enthusiastically. Our mother taught us to cook before she died. She was a great cook with many recipes from the old times. Our widow Hanlon's very similar, said Zav. Oh, I do miss her dishes. To everyone's relief, the great walls of Port Royal soon appeared and they entered the massive harbour. It was dark by now and the moon was rising. Should we wait until morning? said Captain Van Horn. I do not like the thought of going through the port with the treasure at night. No, we must go immediately and take it up to Government House, replied Marmaduke decisively. The pirates will regroup, if not, and ambush us. It's not safe, warned the captain. We know a secret way, said Lara. Plus, we have Zappa. He's invaluable at making sure we're safe. He can smell the baddies a mile off. The sleuths grinned. What secret way? asked the captain. We know all the passageways along the port, and some lead to Government House directly. If you drop us off at the Spanish Steps, we can take it from there. That's where the secret way begins. The Spanish Steps were stone and set into the side of the dock. These are just like the Royal Steps in Sandopolis, commented Milo. I'll send Anna to check it's safe before we disembark, said Zelie. I'll send Demaria too, added Sophie. Whilst they prepared to leave the captain's ship, the parrots swooped about. Shortly, Anna and Demaria returned. There is no one around, mistress. You are safe to go, they reported. I still don't like this, said Captain Van Horn with a frown. 
It is safer this way, said Nika seriously. I've been through these secret ways and they're safe. Certainly safer than pirate ambushes in the street, she added with a grin. Ready? asked Lara. Elementary, my dear Watson, the children replied, and they disembarked, heaving the ancient chest with them and clambering up the steps into Port Royal. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 8, The Treasure of Infanta Christina. Help spread the word about the Super Sleuths and their adventures by telling your friends and leaving us a review. See you next time.